Welcome to Plant-Based DFW with Dr. Riz and Maya. Hi everyone, I'm Dr. Riz and this is Maya. We are Plant-Based DFW. Uh, we are starting a podcast uh, to share our experiences with you. Uh, we are from the Dallas-Fort Worth area, hence the DFW in Plant-Based DFW, but we also like to travel and we also spend a lot of time on our sailboat. And so therefore... This is why we're doing a podcast, because we tend to travel more and have more access to other people that are plant-based. Yeah, so uh, whether it be from Dallas uh, or in our travels or during our sailing, whenever we encounter some people uh, uh, with the plant-based lifestyle, uh, we, we, we enjoy meeting them, and oftentimes we can get them to share their experiences with us. So that's a plant-based DFW podcast. All right. With Dr. Riz and Maya. We're excited to get started and have you join us in this endeavor. Definitely. Um, So a couple of announcements before we officially introduce ourselves. A couple of things. Uh, Right now we are actually in Annapolis, Maryland, and we are here because... So we came to the uh, boat show, which is one of my passions. It's the uh, uh, 2018 U.S. sailboat uh, show, which is the largest boat show in the United States. And so I've been like a kid in the candy store. Uh, and I had a really good time uh, checking out the boats and all the all the ideas for boats. And yeah, and I even spent a little bit of money bringing some stuff back. Uh, and then also while we were here, we got to uh, uh, meet up with someone and uh, and do an interview. That's right. Uh, for the podcast, of course, again, tying in um, both of our passions, in a sense, sailing or all things sailing with all things plant-based. And we also were able to meet some of the popular YouTube uh, channels that we watch. Yeah. So that was exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we're wrapping it up. Today's the last day. We're flying back to Dallas. And then also I wanted to bring up that last month we were in San Diego as well. Right. At, on another trip where we also incorporated another interview with a plant-based physician. Um, and you want to talk about San Diego? Yeah, so that trip wasn't a sailing trip. That was actually uh, for the Plant-Based Nutrition Healthcare Conference, uh, our, uh, one of our other passions. And so uh, we had a, a good time in San Diego and uh, uh, got to meet a lot of uh, uh, the pioneers and our heroes in the field of uh, plant-based nutrition. And then, and then of course, uh, we were fortunate enough to meet someone that uh, uh, was willing to, to join us on the uh, uh, podcast and be interviewed. That's right. And in terms of pioneers, I was really touched when I met Dr. Campbell because this is the first time we attend this conference. We've been wanting to for the past two years, and we finally did, met Dr. Campbell, um, met a lot of other doctors. Um, Dr. Ornish wasn't able to fly in, but we saw him via like teleconference. And, um, and there were a lot of other highlights. We did a recap on another video about our experience there as well. Um, anything else you'd like to say about the conference? No, I mean, just overall, it was a great conference. Uh, we got to meet, you know, a lot, I said pioneers, but we also got to meet a lot of, uh, other very important, uh, people in the field, people who are currently doing work and, uh, spreading the word. And also I was, uh, also very touched by, uh, the youth that we encountered. A lot of the youngsters, I call them youngsters because at this point, People in medical school and starting out in their practice are youngsters to me, uh, and it was good to see people uh, adopting a plant-based lifestyle and teaching plant-based nutrition uh, at an earlier part in their careers. Yes. 
Okay, so um, let's get to know Dr. Riz a little bit. How did you become <clears throat> plant-based, and are you using plant-based nutrition in your current practice? I don't know if we mentioned that you're a vascular surgeon, but tell us a little bit about yourself, Dr. Riz. Okay, so I'm a vascular surgeon. I've, uh, uh, I grew up in Dallas, uh, and uh, other than going out of Dallas for a little bit of schooling here and there. Um, I went back to Dallas and joined my father in vascular surgery practice in the late 90s. Uh, and uh, uh, I've been uh, working in the Dallas area ever since. Uh, my, my, my adoption of plant-based uh, nutrition in my practice actually uh, uh, is twofold. I was very interested in, in health and nutrition in my own self but also uh, health and nutrition in my patients. And something that became very apparent to me uh, in my practice is that, you know, I'm, a, I'm kind of a repairman. I'm plugging, plugging holes and putting out fires, uh, but I wasn't uh, getting my patients cured. And, uh, and that was a bit frustrating to me. Uh, I was more, more like patching up people. Uh, and so I became uh, more and more interested in learning on how to help my patients uh, improve themselves uh, to, and I, I came across plant-based medicine or plant-based nutrition as a way to uh, prevent and reverse heart disease, which is, or, or cardiovascular diseases, which is what I treat. It, it really is the main and only way to uh, dramatically affect uh, heart disease. All these medications that we take and all the surgeries and bypasses and stents that we do, these are just stopgap measures that uh, are just kind of uh, temporary fixes, but they aren't really uh, going to the root cause of the problem. So um, I uh, began to teach uh, plant-based nutrition to my patients uh, as a way to dramatically affect the disease that's causing these problems in them, this, this disease that's causing heart attacks and strokes and causing them to lose their limbs. Um, and then also, uh, obviously, uh, it was so important to me that I adopted a plant-based lifestyle uh, for myself because I truly believe in it. I like it. It's it's a wonderful uh, path that we both are now on, that we're eating whole foods that are plant-based, and we tend to cook more at home now as a result of eating out. We try to avoid the processed foods and minimize the sugars and the salts and the oils. Yes. So. Everybody will tell you the best way to eat healthy is to eat at home, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, so just by doing so, you uh, eliminate uh, the uncertainties of other people cooking and what they put in it. But uh, we, we strive very hard to uh, eliminate processed foods and refined foods from our diet uh, and uh, focus highly on a plant whole food plant-based diet. Um, and of course my story is much, much more detailed than what I just shared with you, but, uh, and I know more of that will come out, uh, over time as we, you know, do more and more of these interviews and I get to tell you more about myself and, uh, more details about the, about, uh, my evolution. So, uh, now let's meet, uh, Maya. Maya, why don't you share with us, uh, your story? Well, um... Okay, that's pretty interesting. I also have uh, so much information that I can share, but I'm going to go ahead and just, you know, emphasize the important th key things, which are that I, I took interest in college. I took a nutrition course in college uh, because I was growing up in a family where I began to see people kind of dieting and gaining weight. And uh, I don't know if I saw that the, that was the beginning of something, but I took a, co a course 
learned a little bit about how meat was processed and made a decision at that time that I no longer wanted to eat red meat or pork. Mm-hmm. And I basically always liked the other types of foods, like Vietnamese foods and um, Japanese and uh, Italian. So all the foods I had, what people uh, call carbohydrates and, and the pastas and the rices. And of course, I enjoyed vegetables and all of that. And um, anyway, it was somewhere in my mid-30s that I began to have health problems and um, discovered that I had uh, hypothyroidism. So I was diagnosed with that, um, had some uh, additional blood work do- uh, drawn, and I had uh, high levels of mercury. And I really believe that came from a high level of consumption of uh, fish. Which you were, you were eating a lot of fish to, uh, in an effort to avoid uh, red meat. Yeah, uh, yes. I don't know if I was avoiding red meat, but in other words, that was the main uh, animal product or animal food that I consumed. I like tilapia and salmon, um, not as much tuna. But I found it interesting that I, when I shared with people um, that I ate, you know, that I had contamination, you know, mercury contamination from eating or toxicity from eating fish, that people just kind of assumed that I must be eating the scraps from the back alleys of the restaurants or something because mm. it, it was that that whole idea of well that would never happen to me because I eat clean fish but um, I was eating at restaurants and, um, and of course preparing foods at home and so Which anyway from your grocery store yeah uh, like the local meat farmers meat. kind of market and things like that so long story I kind of became very aggressive in cleaning up my lifestyle I stopped eating fish um, I also used to enjoy seafood let go of all of that. And then one time, um, there was a moment where we lived across from a Whole Foods, and I would make regular visits to the Whole Foods and notice the little section of a kind of library and books like that. I saw Dr. Joel Furman's book, and then eventually I ended up buying Dr. John McDougall's book, The Start Solution. And that's where I began to see that I could still eat some of my favorite foods, just minimize the oil or cook without oil and things like that. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember, I started experimenting with cleaner foods at home. Yeah, there was an evolution that I could see, absolutely. And, right. And, uh, and I got to be a part of it, too. Yes. Yeah. So it was so a part of my transition as well. That was probably um, about five five years ago, if not more. And uh, so today, you know, I stopped, uh, I eliminated all animal products and it took some time for me to incorporate the whole food portion of it. In other words, having more greens, um, legumes, which I love and grains also, which I love, but just being intentional in making sure that I ate a good amount of foods. Um, Dr. Gregor's book, How Not to Die, really changed both of our lives, didn't it? Yes, it was. It was a, a very well thought out, deliberate uh, you know, organized book, which uh, really laid out the information. And it wasn't just somebody saying something, but it was backed up with a lot of science and data and information, which as a scientist or, and a physician uh, was very important to me. Uh, and uh, it was very convincing. So yes, it had a strong impact on, on my outlook. So we began to use the app and really study what the uh, daily dozen foods are, the the categories that he recommends that you should have every day to kind of have that good amount of antioxidants and uh, foods to fight cancer or reverse disease. So that's 
pretty much the lifestyle that we, we've adopted. And now we want to be part of this movement. We see it growing. We see it, you know, people becoming involved, dietitians. I became certified um, through E. Cornell's plant-based nutrition course. Then I did the um, McDougall course. And, um, and now, you know, we're pretty much self-taught, like a lot of people when they go off to this, um, on this path of plant-based nutrition, where we, we watch as many movies as we can related to the topic. We write, we read the books um, associated with the topic. Um, of course, that's why we enjoyed the conference last month, because we met some of the authors and pioneers in the field. Yeah. For me, uh, the, uh, uh, you know, I, I was teaching this to my patients, uh, and uh, it became uh, more important to me, too, to spread the word beyond my patient population. I wanted to be able to get to people before they get um, the disease and before they get the problems and try to teach them a, a new lifestyle which uh, can uh, uh, help them live a, a better, longer, healthier life. So uh, the, the podcast is one of the ways that we're doing that. We, uh, you know, we, we go out and we give talks and uh, we're, we're going to do uh, whatever we can to help uh, share uh, this information, this That's very valuable right. information. Exactly. And it and over time, we'd like to incorporate the lifestyle medicine type program into the practice as we um, have more patients that are interested in wanting to make that change. And so we're very excited about our future um, in, in the plant-based world and the people that we'll meet. And like we've said, when we travel, we intentionally reach out to either business owners or dietitians or nutritionists or physicians, anyone who lives a plant-based lifestyle and is helping others as well, because we'd like to share their stories. Yeah, I think that there's... Uh... Uh, many pathways that people get here, and their stories are very interesting. Uh, there, you know, and, and what we do, uh, you know, this this plant based lifestyle is, uh, I think, is essential. It's essential that the the world uh, move towards this and adopt it. But it's a, it's important for our health, and it's important for our for our planet. And so these are uh, extremely uh, important issues that we're dealing with. Yes. So there you have it. You've been listening to Plant-Based DFW with Dr. Riz and Maya. And we're a podcast about all things plant-based. And we'll be broadcasting from wherever we are. Yep. So from Dallas, from our sailboat, or from wherever we may be traveling. You've been listening to Dr. Riz and Maya with Plant-Based DFW.